Hey, 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 thank you for joining me for today's episode in the Simple Nutrition Podcast. I am your host, Leonila Campos, and today we are going to talk about the carnivore diet. have been hearing so much about it lately, maybe so because it's a new year. And so I thought about focusing on that today on this episode. So let's dive in into what that is, right? The carnivore diet is basically what it sounds like, right? Just eating meat, just eating animal products, more specifically meat and nothing else. So if you remember uh, about the five food groups, right? When I talked about having a balanced meal and what that meant on my first episode, right? We have fruits, vegetables, whole grains, um, and we have our protein and we have high vitamin D, high calcium foods. So when you think about the carnivore diet, you're eliminating all of them. You're just keeping the animal meats, right? And some people added dairy. Uh, some people go into the extremes as to just eating um, animal flesh. And so the reasoning behind that for what I've heard um, in like influencers and like some doctors that have recommended that is that we should be eating like our, our ancestors ate, right? I have a problem with that because when we think about how our ancestors at it is extremely different from culture to culture, from area in the world to different areas in the world. So if you think about living in Greenland, right, when it's icy, there's, there's not this just ice, right? Their eating behaviors was completely different or is completely different from someone that lives next to the sea, next to the ocean, right? the availability of food is going to be different. And so when someone says, oh, we should be eating the way our ancestors ate, that is just BS, right? Because, okay, you're telling me that, let's say my ancestors are from Mexico, right? That it was an abundance of seeds and fruits and um, and these other amazing foods. And then we were compared, maybe someone that lived in um, or was ancestors were in in Alaska, right? Their nutrition, their way that they ate was completely different to you. So we cannot give that disclaimer. We cannot give that recommendation of we should eat like our, our ancestors ate, right? Because we are generalizing the food and the food that everybody should be eating when that is completely incorrect. My other problem here is that a lot of people that are recommending this diet, just like any other diet, have little to no nutrition background, right? That is very concerning to me because how are you going to give a general dietary guideline, a, de- a general nutrition guide for the masses, right? Without knowing the conditions, without knowing how that is going to affect their health. But because you have, because you're an influencer, because you have a title, that alone, you know, you are taking advantage of people, right? Because they know that you are reliable, quote unquote, or because you are famous or because you have so many followers that they should be trusting you, right? But when it comes to nutrition, you need to trust the experts, right? You need to trust registered dietitians. Again, just like in my first episode, they, we are the food and nutrition experts, and if you live in a state that protects that, right, for example, California, which is where I live, 
the law protects dietitians in the sense that it says that if someone tells you that they're going to give you a meal plan to help you with your diabetes or an individualized meal plan and it's not a dietitian, that is actually illegal, right? It does say that only a dietitian or a licensed professional, health professional can do that. But I go further to say that even if it's a doctor, right, they have to have years of experience or years of education in nutrition. Because when you look at the curriculum, it's only a few hours, right? But there are some amazing doctors that have extensive education in nutrition and they know, you know, they have nutrition background and that is fine. But anybody else that says, oh, you should follow this diet and it's going to help you or you follow this meal plan and it's going to help you with it, with your diabetes or with your high cholesterol, whatever the case may be, you should be really wary of that because that is illegal. Anyway, going back to the carnivore diet, right? So when we think about just eating meat because our ancestors, that's what they ate, blah, 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 it is incorrect, right? It is variant to different, different areas in the world. But when you really look into what uh, are the first humans ate, right? And again, it goes, it's based on different areas and there is research behind that. And there's articles, right? I'm actually going to put, put the links in the show notes so you can reference that, right? That shows that our, the ancestors or the first humans or the nomadic people um, didn't have access to meat all year round, right? They, they were hunters and gatherers. And so they would have to go away and hunt and gather and find, you know, an animal, an, a wild animal, right, that lived, you know, in eating different different plants and different different things, different foods. It was not just a farm animal. And then the women would stay and gather food, right, for when the husbands or the men came back, hopefully with meat or an animal, um, that they, they would have a meal. But it, meat wasn't available all the time. So when you tell me, oh, we should follow a carnivore diet that, you know, you have to eat meat meat all day long for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks on, then that is concerning, right? Because we're eliminating all these other healthy foods. We're not adding our fiber. And yes, I also heard about that plants are bad for you and we should not have X, Y, Z because our stomachs were not meant for that. When you think about the evolution of our gut, just the evolution as human beings, right? We have changed from when we were nomadic people to now, right? Because the access of food and how the food, the, how food has changed so much that our guts have changed. And so if we go from that to, let me just eat now all meat, imagine what that impact is going to have to your body, right? In long term. Now, I'm also hearing and seeing, you know, that they're showing their labs and whatever, but just like any diet, right, just anything that we do for a short, short period of time, you're not going to see the, the impact that it's going to have on your health right away. It's going to take a while, right? It's going to take maybe years, but do we really want to see that, right? Do we really want to do something that is going to affect our health long term? To give you an example, there's so much research that shows that if we don't consume enough fiber, which comes from our 
our plant sources, right? Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, and seeds, that there is a higher increase in colon cancer. But also this affects our, it affects our gut microbiota, right? Because the fibers are the fuel for the, the good bacteria that is in our gut. And when you think about fiber, we consume fiber not so much to help us, right? Because there's no um, calorie or there's caloric value or so per se nutritional value, but it is the fuel for our gut microbiota to keep us, you know, healthy and have great bowel movements to, keep, to help with our immune system. And so if you eliminate all that, right, now you are starving your microbiota. You're starving your, your, your good bacteria. So I am definitely curious to see, okay, for those people that are, those, these influencers are saying, oh, yes, I feel great and look at my labs and I have mental clarity and, you know, all these other things that they're claiming. I do, I, I really want to see what their microbiota looks like, right? Now and maybe two, three years down the line. And also their markers for colon cancer, right? <clears throat> And so, um, you know, it, it's so amazing and it amazes me it, all the time because these diets, you know, they get so popular and trendy for a short period of time and then something something happens and then they go back into hiding and then some influencer or someone that, you know, goes viral, brings it back. And then now we have all these people following it, which could be a health risk, right? And so... Even if they're saying, oh, this is the way that our ancestors ate, again, this is so incorrect, right? Because one, we have we have so much access to food, right? And we are also very, not very active. So if we, we would think about how our ancestors were, right, they were active all the time. They would go out and hunt or they would go out and gather, come back and, you know, eat enough food that they had, and then maybe there would be days when they, don't, they didn't have enough food. That's not the case for us anymore, right? We have overabundance of food, and that is the reason why we have issues, right? It's because we, not, not because of how food has changed specifically, but it's because of the overabundance of food, and it's because of um, how it is, how easy it is to gather food, right? Like we don't have to go and hunt our food. We don't have to go and find, you know, berries or or plants that are not poisonous. And so, it, it <laughs> I get so passionate about that because it just amazes me how, again, these influencers are saying, "Oh yeah, this is helping me," um, when in reality, when we look at the specific person, right? Again, it's another fat diet. It's not going to help. It's not going to be healthy for long term, right? It, it is very unsustainable. Also, when you think about, you know, the affordability of buying meat that you can eat all day long for days and days and weeks, right? How affordable is that? And then when you think about, okay, let's just buy some cheap, you know, cheap food, cheap meat. Then we think about okay, how is how was that meat or how was that animal raised, right? Again, because of how they were hunting animals, right? They they 
these animals were not farm raised. They were not fed or overfed to account for the massive amount of need. It was just an animal that they found, right? And so think about those things, the hormones that are injected into the animals, uh, the food that they, f- they feed the animals, right? All that affects our food, how our food is produced. And so what I'm trying to say here is that please don't fall into these claims and not because someone is famous, right? And they're influencers and they say, oh yeah, I tried that diet and I lost this amount of weight and I feel great and um, have mental clarity and look at my labs because that is not you, right? You have to really look at what your body needs, right? You have to look at how is this sustainable for me and how is that how this is going to impact my health long-term instead of just, you know, being hyped up by, by these claims that are, to me, they're not real, right? They're, work, they're working for them and maybe they have uh, a specific reason why or maybe they have a monetary or financial reason why they're doing that. And so my takeaway to, from these, right, is that for you, I want you to really get clear with 